a Shishkin Productions podcast. On the heels of this episode, where you have this black woman archetype walking around acting kind of like a buffoon and then say some sh- and then put out that fucking article he deserved to be dragged for that here it's the group text podcast this is braxton i'm tia chris and we're back for another week um you know to talk about everything that's been happening today uh well i don't we'll get into what happened in new york today because that was crazy stuff to wake up to um but we just had our weekend in philly celebrating tia's birthday which was really fun it was that was like the most fun like i i was just i was telling mom i was like sunday we kept being like oh we don't want to drink today we just want to chill <laughs> there was that's no- the day i drank the most yeah i was gonna say there was Turned no, chill. There was no <laughs> chill all weekend uh, yeah that shit was a vibe sunday was a vibe uh all pretty much all day we got like that was probably the blackest philly that i've seen um yeah. so far since i've been here um so i enjoyed that uh that was that place was very colorful and i really appreciated that um that yeah. party i mean and then top it off at again at um what was the element element yeah um that was dope it was r&b night so yeah the we DJ had fun was, DJs were pretty good for R&B night. They could probably could have. Actually, I, I can't say they probably could have played whatever because I don't really remember what the fuck they were playing. I just know that sometimes it was a vibe. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it was pretty vibey the whole time. Um, I feel I like that, I just I wish, can't remember know, what song. You know what uh, soundbite I forgot to pull for this? You know, when the guy... <laughs> The guy, whenever he was in Charlotte, when he was like, I ain't got no family out in Philly, but I love y'all black people. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the guy. <laughs> but um, no, nah, Philly was dope. Uh, the vibes are cool. I feel yeah. like, you know, you, you just run into people because um, that's how we found out about the day party. Like we went to a restaurant and then there was like a little speakeasy and um shout out i don't know i feel weird about saying people's names so i'm not gonna say I her wouldn't. name yeah. I wouldn't. Like, shout out to them yeah shout out <laughs> to them she was cool she was like nah you should like check these things out um and that's like what you know what makes traveling fun you meet people who have mm-hmm. like who have i feel like friends. we met so many people yeah we met so many and like but everyone me, that because i was, was like cool. talking to everybody that sat beside me but I felt like we met so many people and they were all really nice. Yeah. Every okay. We got to talk about every Uber driver that we had. Was fire. <laughs> was like I think the first what was um well the woman who grew up there who was picking us up from like Rittenhouse Square, I think. Yeah. Um she started off on yeah. shaky ground. Yeah. At first she, yeah. Yeah, started she was wild at first. But then like she basically gave us like a whole like history tour of, of south least, philly of south philly like where she grew up and she talked a lot about 
you know, the gentrification. Yeah, like what used to be here or what used to be there. Yeah. So like that was yeah. like that was pretty interesting. Um, and then I think the next one after that was the guy who was taking us to the Rocky Steps and he was Oh yeah, he was like, Why y'all going to the Rocky Steps? Yeah. He was definitely old black guy. Yeah. yeah old he black was like, guy. you know Rocky's not real. We were like, we know. Yeah, we know. Bro. <laughs> But his whole thing—it's like, nigga, do y'all know? Y'all yeah, yeah. Y'all literally have like baked Sylvester <laughs> up there, like selling t-shirts um, and taking pictures and shit. Like y'all making money off this too, don't you? Right, right. Uh, he was cool. I forgot like what I was trying to remember how we even got to talking uh, to him. Like I, I don't remember like what it was. Oh, then. I oh. asked him how he felt about Will Smith. So oh think... yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah it was getting a little dicey for a yeah. second. He yeah, was he was on his whole step. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. I was he like, was going down. See, this, it, that was, was the moment where I said that was the moment. Nigga I, turned was into like, Tyreek I was like, Nasheed. I took it too far. I took it too far. He yeah. turned into Tariq Nasheed real quick. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, some, yeah. Anytime an old black man start talking about Bill Cosby, I'm like, oh shit. I know. I was like, shut up. <laughs> I was like, oh man. I, I was like, I did it again. I was like, I took it too far. Yeah. Yeah. That's Dr. Umar, daddy. Yeah. yeah. He, was about to go. <laughs> he was about to go in. It was like, oh Lord, here go Hotel Pandora's box about to come out now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they they kept it together for the most part. Um and driving in Philly is insane. Yeah. I don't know how y'all do it up there. I could um, not do that shit whatsoever. So kudos to you for even driving there. Yeah. The streets, <laughs> the streets were slim. Um, but no, nah, that was one of the funnest weekends. And it was like I mean, there's so many of the cousins, but I think this was uh it was a good mix. It was like a good mix. It was a pretty fun mm. mix. Yo, I feel like we might need to have Markel on the pod. Yeah. I thought about that too. If he would do it. Was, yeah. <laughs> he, I think he would. Markel, like, he'd be busy. Like, I know we black, but he black, black. Like, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even know. It was like, I was like, how are we getting these conversations? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I appreciated it. He has his, uh, I mean, he brings a, another perspective into the fold. Yeah. Um, which I think is good to have. But yeah, I feel like all the weekend, it was a lot of deep conversations. It was. Yeah. Every conversation felt like it went like real deep. I know we there's made that up meme. for the past three years. Yeah. There's that meme where the people are like walking um, and then the, and then it looks like they're just walking into like a black hole in the universe. But it's just like these are the deep conversations I like. That. But that's kind of what it felt like all weekend. But yeah. also it I was, felt like we were in an episode of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. That we were in Philly. <laughs> but we were in Philly. Like this season because I was the only girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What's it? What's uh, her name? Uh, Van. 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 Yeah. Um, but shout out to Philly. Um, it was a good weekend. Definitely gonna go back. Uh I feel like we made a lot of like good connections there with people. So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good weekend. We definitely we didn't even do like we did a lot and we still didn't do a lot. And that's what's crazy yeah. about like bigger cities like this. Like 
a weekend's just not enough, but you almost have to tackle that shit in like weekends. It can't be a situation where you're doing like weeks on and off, like outside of like your home. I've learned that I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> like, like yeah. what's this like? I mean, obviously Europe, I'm doing that, but I mean, like once it gets to the point where you're just traveling three, four days at the max, I'll come back at a later date and do some other shit instead of trying to fit everything in on one weekend or one week. Right. That shit just, just gets exhausting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's impossible. Nah, everything was perfect. Like I loved everything we did. I loved that we got to dance two nights in a row. Actually, yeah. three. A lot of dancing. I know. Yeah. That's the every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the most. I said I wanted to go dancing. Yeah. And yeah. we did. The universe made it work. Yeah. Um. All right. I know. I mean, we're recording this, what, on Tuesday evening. Um. So this, you know, I the text that I woke up to this morning was all about the, the shooting that happened in Brooklyn. Um, which well, it was in South Brooklyn, so I live in Bushwick, which is pretty far east into. Yeah, like, when they I'll, say Brooklyn, I'd be like, Yeah, it could be okay. anywhere. Like back in the day, I would have been like, Okay, like yeah. the whole this Brooklyn, was, but it's pretty big. I mean, it happened in Sunset Park, which in that particular neighborhood is like mostly uh Asian and Latinx communities, but. Uh, I know people that live over there. Um, everyone, I mean, you know, I, I haven't seen uh, any new reports about the status of all the people who got injured. Obviously, we hope nobody died. Nobody died. Uh, like I said, I hope everyone is still alive and like recovering. Yeah. Um, all of the people that I know that live over there, you know, were not on the subway this morning, but it was pretty scary. Yeah, I wasn't worried because I know you don't ride the subway, like especially in the morning because you don't have to go to work. But I was just like, well, he really takes. So let me see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because I think we probably talked about that on the pod before where I'm like, yo, like I'm all like if I'm on the subway, my head really is on the swivel. Yeah. But today, I mean, that is exactly my nightmare like being trapped on a subway car because mm-hmm. if the train is going i mean at best you can m- try to get to the next car but yeah you know what it seemed i couldn't really tell what they were saying they if the if the doors between the cars were locked or yeah because like in one of the videos i saw people trying to get to the other car and they were like beating on the i don't know if it was him or them but right. he, they couldn't get to the other car right. yeah so i mean i don't know um i know they don't have any sort of motives yet i can tell you from you know someone who's been in new york the past seven years but even just very recently there has been a lot of um uh i mean the a rise in um crime against like asian american pacific islanders so and it's oddly enough it's been a lot of like black Black men perpetrating violence against asian um 
Asian Americans. So I, do we I, know that this was was there the people injured Asian no Americans? I don't. Yeah, know. We probably shouldn't I, I, throw yeah. that out there then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they I, said they didn't <laughs> think it was a hate crime, but that was like earlier yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't really. The only thing I know is that they found that the person of interest is this older black man. I'm just saying yeah. as a New Yorker, that particular neighborhood is like. Yeah, but it, it was on the subway, though, right? Or in the subway. I mean, it so was in the, been... from what they said in the subway, it was like in the subway car. Yeah. So who knows? Like, who knows? Yeah, it could be anybody. The stop. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the people on the train. It looked like everybody in New York. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's just really sad and like i was listening to this guy on cnn because he was on the train when it happened and he was saying the same thing you said he was like you have to be vigilant on the train he was like you can't um he was like i'm a lifelong new yorker and i'm still like you said got my head on a swivel on the train yeah so i I mean you're pretty much helpless i guess yes you can't yeah, you're on the subway, you're underground. Because that's what, anytime I'm underground, you know, like I said, I, I pay attention. And I feel like if you live in a city long enough, you can you can spot stuff, you know, or there's the little things. But, like, I mean, it seems, you know, from what they were saying today, I don't, I like, this seemed like no one, like, no one could have known what this guy was going to do, obviously. Uh, yeah because he got on there with like a gas mask but then it's like new york so it's like people do weird shit that's the thing here you see all kinds of shit and you're just like nothing surprises you nothing yeah that kind of thing it wouldn't be anything out of the ordinary um right it's just because i think he had a construction vest so like all we know is he could have i don't know who the hell wears gas masks on a regular basis but you just i don't know yeah, I mean, you—that's the—that's the thing. Like, you don't know. I think they said. He Plus, in New York, like people like mind their business. They don't be looking at each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like in the South here, like where everybody's speaking to each other and like looking at each other in the face. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Praise up for all involved. I. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I, I don't really know what's going on much with this case or with this guy, so it's hard to really even comment on it. All it really says is happy that as of right now, nobody was killed. Only 16 was injured. It could have been way worse than that. Right. Yeah, it could have been way, way... Um, could have been a lot worse, mm-hmm. especially on... Um, like I said, you're in such a confined space and it's hard to to maneuver. I mean, I mean, I think the thing that, you know, it from the videos, people were helping those that were injured, which that's something that I would expect of New Yorkers, I guess, um, in that situation. But hopefully yeah. this is like a super isolated thing, you know. Right. It doesn't seem like, but who knows? Like, it doesn't seem like this is a network of things that are going to be happening. It seemed pretty isolated. But the mood in New York, even today, okay, here's what was interesting. Um, it was a really nice day today in New York. It was like 70 out, it's sunny. Everyone was like out today. Um, 
And, I, and then my work day, I was like, oh, I want to go on a bike ride because it's nice out. And usually, like, I'll take one of my cameras out, one of my film cameras. But the description for this guy was like black male, whatever, five, five, one, <laughs> something. And I'm like, well, I'm a little bit taller than five, five. But I was just like, but like, I didn't want to take my big camera out with me because I was like, yeah. I, I didn't want to be mistaken for anything. So that was like a little eerie to be like, oh, shit, like this guy is still out there. I don't want to be mistaken for him. Like they don't know where he is. So having like a big, weird looking like film camera on me i was like all right i'm not gonna do that i'll just take like a smaller camera out but like the energy was like was definitely weird um I bet. today but i mean to be expected it just sucks like there's all like the very it, it's odd how it's the first uh really nice weather day it seems like something not like this happens but once the weather gets warmer in New York, there's just more violence, especially like yeah. at the beginning. Like it happens every year, every year. Yeah. I remember last year there was a shooting the very first day of spring last year, kind of close to my neighborhood. But I mean, obviously it wasn't to this extent, but it does happen. Mm. Yeah, <sighs> it's getting hot, I mean, coming out of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Coming out. Well, <laughs> y'all going back in. Yeah, I say. We got out of Philly yeah, just we... in time before the mask mandate hit, which I'm like, damn, should I have been wearing a mask? I know. I don't it I got, me I got no symptoms. I got no symptoms. I made right mom now. and dad go sit with me outside today after I ate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I was like, I ain't trying to give y'all nothing. Yeah. Because we were wild. Anyways, man, prayers up for all involved. Um I mean, get this nigga off the streets, please, whenever y'all find him. Um, and other than that, fam, I mean, there really ain't much else to say. We don't really know much yeah, uh, outside of just, I'm glad we'll, everybody's we'll healthy. More. Yeah, we'll know more in the next couple of days. Yeah. I don't even know how to segue that because this is a fucked up thing to deal with or have to deal with. Um... I I guess um we can talk about this uh the this latest episode of Atlanta if we're gonna um go down this road because it was an interesting one. Um there I feel like Donald Glover was in the news a lot this week with that episode. Honestly, I didn't really see too many tweets about this episode. I saw way more tweets about this article where he interviews himself. Um I like I just saw his name trending and this shit was like all over the place. I remember him saying something about like because the internet was like an influent, one of the most influential rap albums. He like compared it to something, but I can't remember what he compared it to. So I thought saw people like tweeting about that. Um, this like this episode. I don't know. Atlanta always does this thing for me where. I mean, obviously, he's being like satirical or whatever for those who've listened to Atlanta, I would say who haven't watched the latest episode, I would say skip forward about five ish, 10 ish minutes, I guess. Yeah. But there's really not really even any spoilers that you can really say about the episode. 
Um, I mean, the concept of it was what uh, lineage repu- reparations via lineage, right? For the most part, uh, meaning if your slave, if your parent or great grandparents or ancestors own my ancestors, then you would owe me um, money, money reparations, essentially. And I can demand that reparations in any way that I feel free to demand those reparations. Uh, one guy just wanted uh, one of the, one of his owners to wear a shirt that said, um, I own slaves, right? What, yeah. what did it say? Some along those lines. Something along and then, those lines. and then the one lady, her name's Shaniqua, um, wanted $3 million from her ancestral owners, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all, y'all dig deep into it. Cause I, man, I hate shit. That shit's so dumb, man. <laughs> Not reparations of the conversation. I just like, well, like I was trying to figure out, like, is he making fun of like, okay. When I think he's making repar- fun of everybody. I think I he is know. too. Cause it's like, all right, black people always say they want reparations. And then the question is, how do you get it? Well, obviously that's not the way to get it. Like we can't, we, I, we can't go to the people that like, they don't, they might not have $3 million. Yeah. And for them to make a law in the show like that, saying like you have to give them whatever they want is just like insane. Yeah. It would be, yeah. And like, I didn't like, so I don't know. So I think Markel said, or that he thought he picked up from the show that Donald Glover was against reparations. And I think that's a fair takeaway as well, but I also just don't know. Like, it seems like he's playing both sides really. And what pisses me off about like shit like that is he uses, he always uses like the stereotypical, like black, names like Shaniqua and Jamal and that shit just pisses me off (laughs) and it probably out of everything in that episode for some reason that's the thing that pissed me off is that like you could have just given like any names but you had to do like Shaniqua and Jamal and it's like fam like I don't know I don't know maybe there's some deeper meaning in that I failed to see it but that the only part of that episode that frustrated me more than anything is like these two stereotypical black names that people like judge us off of. But <laughs> I'm wondering if that, I mean, so. like that's probably why he used it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason why he used it, but like, I understand what Chris saying where he's like, I do too. I hated it. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, who was that for? Is that just so, because I think in a way it, I mean, I think this episode. Um, we yeah, we argued about it. I just I know where you're about to go, so I'm gonna steer you there. We argued about who was this episode for, yeah. really? Yeah, because <laughs> in in one way, I think he w- was basically, you know, the white guy in this episode. He kept being like, I didn't. He I he kept being like, I didn't do this, you know. Uh, my ancestor, like, I didn't have any, I had no say in what happened back then, right? That's what he kept saying. 
kind of in the episode. And but he's having to deal with the consequences of it, basically. And I think on the flip side of that, this episode is, well, yes, like we as black people also had no say in us being slaves and we are having to deal with the consequences with the, of, like, yeah. of like systemic the things ramifications, of, ramifications it, yeah. of it. And I right. think that was kind of the whole juxtaposition. Juxt, what's the word there? Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition of the whole episode is, is, is I feel like what he was trying to do is being like kind of sh- hold up the mirror being like, hey, this is probably how white people or this is like the excuse that they're going to use. Like, I didn't have anything to do with this. Why did it? And like, what well, this is what black people have been saying for however many hundreds of years. Right. It's like. We didn't have we anything didn't, to do. We with didn't have anything. any. We didn't have anything to say, but we are constantly having to deal with yeah. the ripple effect of it over the over the past few hundred years, and 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 I think that is kind of what the episode was doing, like holding up a mirror, being like, "See, yeah." But my, yeah, and my thing is, yeah, like obviously, maybe there will be a black person that and he he had different black people acting different ways in there or whatever like um the one guy who was in the office who was like hey you got shit to do with me but um <laughs> but uh maybe there will be people who act if say that happened who act like the shaniquas of the world but because like or, but the shaniquas in the show um who or OD in a sense as to trying to demand this, like walking in the house saying, Oh, I own this house, this and that, uh, throwing like a cookout outside of the guy's house. Maybe there will be, um, one person who does that, but I, or a few people, like a segment of people who would do that. But I hate like the depiction of black people doing shit like that. Like we, like we are so far removed from that shit uh in my mind like i don't think of us that way um even though like there are obviously people from the hood who have like their ways of going about things but i just feel like that if if you wrote that for black people to see then we aren't the people who are watching Atlanta, the black people who are watching Atlanta, we aren't really fucking with that like that. Like that ain't funny to us. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the shit. That's that's the what was the little letter? Um, not the Willie. What was the crack mom? The crack mom or whatever. Well, you know what I'm thinking about back in like the 80s. I think it was like George A. W. Bush. Um um i know i know <sighs> like uh i know what you're saying they basically like yeah. created this like like archetype of a person basically yeah. yeah yeah exactly and that's that archetype yeah. being put on tv by a black man who then writes in an article that black women didn't like me because I was into anime when I was younger or some shit like that along those lines. Like, fam, they don't even get me started on this nigga, man. 
We'll see. That's <laughs> like that shit just pisses me off when you when you think of it together. That's the yeah. shit that pisses me off. Yeah, like <laughs> it's man, it's funny because whenever you a whole first, ass nigga, when I first started seeing uh, uh the article where he interviews himself, the first tweets that I saw about it were from black women basically being like, "Here goes Donald Glover again," like interviewing himself and still finding a way to like demean black women interviewing himself you know like and that was my that was how i like caught wind of the article like oh shit what did he do now um so i mean he's you know hey you a whole ass black black man i don't care if you like anime and shit like that man you you weren't into black women either. You probably didn't try to hang out with them or have as much or conversations with them. Maybe you didn't see many black women growing up, but to say they didn't like you because you didn't, because you liked anime, that's a reach. And then to come back on, on the heels of this episode where you have this black woman archetype walking around acting kind of like a buffoon and then say some, sh- and then put out that fucking article. He deserved to be dragged for that. <laughs> like that shit just pisses me off. It's like tone deaf. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's why. That's when I say, well, maybe I'm failing to see the deeper meaning here, and and it could be the case. But on the surface, I I would like to think I'm pretty intelligent. But on the surface, fam, I don't see a deeper meaning. Like. <laughs> What what are you trying to get at? Who are you like we were arguing about? Who are you writing this for? If yeah. it's for white people, it's just gonna confirm what they already what some of them already believe about black women and black people in general, anyway. It's not gonna get them to see the side of like, oh, maybe we should think about reparations or um the effects that slavery may have had on uh, generations upon generations of black people. And if it's for black people, you don't have to package it in the Shaniquas and Jamal's. Yeah. Especially if it's for the black demographic that watches Atlanta. Right. <laughs> like yeah, because, our demographic. Cause I, at the end of the episode, I was like, man, I think if a white person watches, like they're not going to be any less sympathetic uh towards the white guy in the episode you know what i'm saying like so i don't know who it was for like yeah. it was i mean it did not come across to me as an episode for black people <laughs> i yeah me either. i don't see how it is especially like i said for us who watch it yeah. who are educated who are not saying that non-educated people don't i'm just saying like the people that we see Mm-hmm. that we know who watches Atlanta are all pretty like highly educated critical thinkers people who would listen to Donald Glover because of the internet type uh music and shit like like Jake like shit like that and like I don't know man <laughs> maybe these yeah, niggas just aren't don't read <laughs> like it was weird it was weird well it's then, just like the kanye thing like they're not in reality anymore yeah so they really don't yeah, like i mean even in that article he's talking about how he lives on a farm 
It yeah. is interesting how him and I mean, there's parallels there. You know, they both live on ranches essentially in the middle of fucking nowhere. They were or trying to, right? Or they're just like, oh, I'm self self sustainable, doing my own thing out here, not interacting. But that's but I think that's why they have such bad takes and on stuff because they're not because they're not around people they're like isolated. yeah they don't have any they're kind of like really far away from reality yeah yeah and when you yeah. hang out with people you're hanging out with other people that are in your reality not ours right yeah yeah and as i said i just don't look at this shit in about in a vacuum um, Yeah. like he like that article said a lot to me about how he depicted that black woman in that episode. And like, if he wanted to dig deep in it, I don't think he wrote Van's character to be as powerful as she should be seen. But that's for another conversation. We don't have to go there. Yeah, like I'm interested to see what's happening with her. Like yeah, I kind of know, but the episode I just before this know. one, yeah, because the episode before this one. Like, she seems like she seems manic. Manic, yes, exactly. yeah. She seems manic, and they have a whole ass child, <laughs> and she—they're just in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, fam. What are we doing here? <laughs> but I get—I mean, I get that because, like, you know, you do need a break from your kids. But she just like didn't even. She just was like, "I'm here." Yeah. Yeah. There he was asked no her. Plan. I don't even remember like what what her answer was. But that's beside the point. Like I know yeah, that's it seemed like he was never be. like, hey, where's our like who who has our child? What is she doing? I don't remember yeah. ever addressing. Well, I think that. she said Lottie's with my mom or with my parents. She did <laughs> Yeah, I think that. she did say she that. But, but yeah, it was just like Yeah. That's why he keep being like, Are you okay? Because she's not. Mm. I, I was trying to remember some other stuff from the article because the only thing that I remember is uh, I guess people have been comparing that show Dave to this to Atlanta. Like I've never seen an episode of Dave, so I can't have any. Yeah, kind of I, conversation could, I was like, I don't even about. know what that is. Is that the little Dicky show? Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I heard that's funny though. P, I guess a lot of people compare it to Atlanta, and basically, you know, what he was saying is it's a. I don't remember exactly. He he was like using like a food analogy. He said if it was a different type of taste. Yeah. yeah. He was basically saying you can have a filet mignon, but I think he used like Wagyu beef mm-hmm. and like uh, and some other meat. A smash like burger. A smash burger, which is like not high end, but at the end of the day, it's like it's just your preference of like sometimes what you need you a smash like. burger sometimes you yeah. want higher shit but at the end of the day it's just like does it taste good then it doesn't matter how fancy or not it is yeah and i guess that was his comparison of the two shows or whatever which sure i mean yeah i mean we talked about it kind of with um succession and um yellowstone i mean it's similar one's like more digestible than the other, like Secession's written on like a higher end, higher scale type situation. And um, Yellowstone's kind of like fan- more fantasy wise in a sense where there's a lot of fucking killing 
and nobody ever goes to fucking jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it'll be I'm like, gonna like, watch it yet. I'm gonna watch it though. One of well, be like, like, I gotta so finish Bella. Basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it sounded like a very pretentious way of saying my show was much smarter and more but that one, would, Dave, but would you expect Donald Glover to say anything else? This is right. a guy who clearly thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah. And maybe like you are talented. Nobody's taking that away from you. And it's the same shit with like Kanye. Like nobody's taking the fact that you're talented away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fucking love you. Like this is why like a lot of the shit that you're being critiqued about, people actually care to critique you about. Like people fucking love you. Right. But it's like, how many times are you going to spit in the faces <laughs> Of like black women, black people in general. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You niggas just disconnected. And we tired of telling y'all this. (laughs) That's pretty much what it is, but we we can move on. Fuck it. I mean, that's that's what I was saying. Like, he lives on a farm, self-sustaining. Sounds like he spends, doesn't it just sounds like he spends a lot of time isolated away from people and not a part of the real world. So I think he's, he seems to be, I don't know, it's just odd that it seems like he got to, he, yeah, like you're saying, he's still not past this, this thing. He keeps trying to write about the same. I'm all for people. Uh, dealing with whatever trauma they're having. Maybe he's having an honest conversation with himself. And I I don't know, man. I'm all for people trying to hash out and get better, hash out their trauma, get better. But I I just can't, I just can't do it where it's at the expense of somebody else. Like him hashing out his trauma uh, or trying to get better, it seems like it's always or feels like it's going to come at the expense of the black people who didn't like him because right. he wasn't a part of like the cool crowd growing up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like he never, yeah, he like never <laughs> processed that. You know, he never found any yeah. sort of whatever. And fam, we were we were kids, dog. You were a kid. We were a kid. We're following the fucking mold just like anybody else. So somebody's saying like Carl the animation, into anime, and he's got a black wife. Yeah, but somebody's saying like when we're growing up that this shit ain't cool. The one thing you don't want to be when you're fucking 12, 10, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 is not cool. You want to have friends and shit and like, fam, we're not smart enough to process what the fuck we're doing at that age. All right. Some people just cool. Some people just not. And like you fall into the shit that you love. And sometimes it just so happens that it's sports and sports are seen as cool. And sometimes it just so happens that it's anime. And at back to that time, you're, you got called a nerd. <laughs> like yeah. like yeah. we were brought in this. We were brought up in the same society as you. Right. And you're expecting us. You're expecting us to go back 
or rehash the shit or somebody to be like 10, 11 or 12 and be like, oh, no, this is this is bad. We can't be treating Donald this way. Like, come on, fam. We're 12. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> hey, come on. What you like? There's probably one kid who does that. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll see what happens the rest of the season. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to get any, I don't think there's going to be some like big epiphany moment where we're like, Oh, Donald finally figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, which is like kind of not dangerous, but for someone, um, in his position, and I hate to use the term woke or whatever, but on the surface, it seems like it really is, you know? So people are like, oh, this is amazing. This is so good. And da 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 Fake but, deep. But it's like kind of fake deep. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and we, I think uh, we had talked about that this weekend about how the whole premise of Atlanta, I think, originally was he i think he just wanted atlanta to be all episodes like this past episode was but he wasn't able to to sell that to fx like he had to come up with something else to kind of do the trojan horse thing where you think the show is about one thing but it's actually about this other thing so it's kind of like the paper boy all of this other stuff is like actually the the side stuff and these episodes are really what he like wants i'm using air quotes here like atlanta to be um but because yeah. people are like we just want urn and paperboy and van and what's lucky sanville care i don't remember but I forget his name um, i always forget his name but people are always like we just want more of those but i i think he's talked about in other interviews were people who have actually interviewed him and he's not interviewing himself or he was saying basically well i actually wanted to write it about all the the one-off quote-unquote episodes but i he just couldn't uh, package that in a way where fx would like let him do a show but the first season was so successful they had no choice but to let him keep writing it so yeah but that's the what's funny to me is and we can move to the next uh, whatever topic. But what's funny to me is when is when the subtle, passive aggressive and microaggressions like those that passive aggressive racism is packaged in those episodes, it's way more enjoyable and is way better written. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion, than when it's packaged in like an episode like this past episode. And he, and he has done those episodes really well Yeah. Uh, in the past. Don't get me wrong. Like there have been some of those like really good episodes. Um, but when it's packaged with Earn and Paperboy and Van and like the episode before this one, it's way more digestible. It's like feeding them, feeding the, medicine with through the candy. what's the phase people say uh giving the medicine with the candy or some shit like that yeah uh, yeah. yeah so it's way more in my opinion it's way more creative to do it that way than 
Yeah, it is yeah. to keep well, going back and forth. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but because I'm just thinking out but, loud. But it seems like a a lot of times in these deeper episodes, or maybe not, but at least this one, it was very much centered around white people and not black people, like just the characters themselves. Because even like this whole main episode seventy. Oh, you know what? Also, you know who was supposed when I, you know who was supposed to be the the main actor in this episode it was supposed to be ryan gosling apparently what apparently ryan gosling was supposed to be the main guy but for whatever reason either he couldn't do it or said he didn't want to do it i don't know i didn't look too deep into it but apparently it was supposed to be ryan gosling who was playing that actor which i found found interesting yeah that guy was pretty good yeah, but yeah, I'm sure but, Ryan Gosling was probably like, oh, I don't want to get involved or whatever. But I think like in these deeper episodes, when you when it's a round race, that's why I think going back to who is it for? If you're centering a, a white person in the episode to talk about black things, then, yeah, it's going to it's just not going to hit the way that it should. Yeah. yeah. Um. <sighs> But anyway, we'll see what happens this Thursday. I don't know. Well, we'll be back to Paperboy and yeah. this yeah. seems to be the if theme. If it's following the theme. Yeah, because apparently every season, half the episodes have been about these random ones and half of them have been about the actual like characters. So, oh man. Um, is there any good way to pivot here? I guess we can talk about this African-American uh, what is I, I'm blank vernacular English vernacular English. What are these tweets about? Uh, I think it's just a, basically about white people using terminology that black people use. Yeah, it's like white people use it. I'll read some of the tweets. Uh, yes, give me please. one second while I pull this up. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> uh, I mean, the one, so the, at least from being so the first tweet. All right, go ahead. so the first tweet was. Watching nine black people adopt, quotes, kidnap African-American vernacular English is so funny to me because there are legit some AAVE terms, phrases that I, a black person, just don't use because they don't sound right coming from me. Y'all mouths be in Miami, Memphis, New York City, church at the balls on good times. And then then somebody replied, it's so funny because y'all don't realize AAVE has regional variations. John is AAVE. Shout out Philly. Will you ever hear me say John? No, I'm from Texas. Never heard that word until like three years ago, but somehow white Texans grew up hearing AAVE and that's why they say it. Yeah, now you're just lying. And then another person replied, facts. Because even within AAVE, there's dialectical context. A black person from New Orleans isn't going to have the same mode of AAVE speech as one from New York or St. Louis. Some things we don't have a connection to through culture, experience, and we respect that amongst ourselves. That's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, it's it it's it always or uh, it kind of reminds me. There was a tweet one time, and I think the joke is basically about neighborhoods being gentrified but but like if you're a black person and you move into that neighborhood that's being gentrified like you just blend in a lot easier you know but at the end of the day it's like you're still 
technically not even technically i guess maybe part of the problem, problem? I don't, yeah like you're you're still part of the problem but this is very much in line to me like with that but yeah like i would never like i have never used the word jean in my life like i'm never gonna i'm not gonna start using it like i haven't after i've been watching bel-air it's like i don't even think i could say it right I'm just, like, the way <laughs> right. they say it, it's like a way you have to say it and i'm not i wouldn't even try yeah, I'm from the South. I can't pronounce it the way they pronounce it. I live in Philly and I've never used John or John. Like <laughs> my like my it just won't allow me to. My accent I, just won't allow me to. And now I remember like our cousins Justin and Philip, they didn't use John, but they used some other word that was very it was like a very like DC word. Yeah, and they grew what up was in it? DC. I yeah, can't but remember, but it's like that. But it's something like that, but it wasn't Jean. It was something else. But you know, that was their, you know, I, I and I think the reason why this whole conversation started, at least with those tweets, is that one billboard that's in Philly with a guy, John Morgan. John Morgan. Is that he, where it came from? I'm, I'm, I mean, I think that's how this conversation on Twitter started, because that billboard is relatively new. And I saw someone post it. Uh, I saw it like now. three times. I saw it like three different ones too. That guy has them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think, but they're new billboards, right? Oh. And I think this is also just a bigger thing. You know, if you follow, um, okay, uh, during the NCAA I mean, tournament, it's a couple not, weeks ago. Uh, wait, let me, why, so I can remember this. During the NCAA tournament a couple of weeks ago, whenever, who was the team that was like the 15 seed that got to the Final Four or the Elite Eight? The Elite Eight. They didn't get to the final. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. They had a black coach. And there was a tweet online. Um, and it's like this meme that I see a around a lot. And it's like Mario holding up a crown. And, and it's like, you drop this, King. You know? And SportsCenter ha had put that on their Instagram and kind of like re... Not retweeted it because it was on Instagram. Repurposed but they, it. But they repurposed it and put it on there. I'm like, why is SportsCenter... Like they don't even know. Like Sports Center doesn't even know what that means. What that means, the history around or whatever. But they're just like, we're just gonna put it out there. And it's like, yeah. is there a black person running their social media? Probably not. Maybe I don't know. I don't because you know it's just like yeah. But it's also like just to bring it to more um, like prevalent terms at this moment. It's giving. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's right. giving is what uh, black LGBT uh, yeah. culture like that has come from a specific subgroup of African-American vernacular English like and yes, black people everywhere now uses it. But when you see like non-black people saying like it's given or or whatever and yeah. or whatever, like it's just. It's just it's just weird. Like it'll always be weird. Like I get it. The internet has made the world smaller. Yeah. Um well and the interesting thing is the whole reason why I, that vernacular is around was literally for survival so you can talk so we could talk to each other in spaces where you know there's non-black people, but you could talk in a way that's kind of like code almost, or it's like, yeah, you yeah, get it? you know what I'm saying? So 
dude it's i almost... just lived in charleston for 13 years <laughs> and i'm from south carolina obviously I only grew up two hours away and i didn't know what they were saying half the time because they have their own dialect they have their own thing like i don't speak geechee yeah. Right. And that's what that stuff changes. All Even after the time. I lived there for that long, I still would be I would still never try to do that. Like, what the hell? Right. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean, some of it isn't for like, you know, New, saying dead ass in New York. Like, that's a very Every, New York yeah. thing. And like, I, I mean, white people do say it here. I don't know if. I don't know if that's maybe that that one i don't like that one is yeah, kind I mean, of on the fence because i've heard yeah. like people saying it doesn't sound weird whenever they say it i guess should i but say th- it all the time yeah <laughs> but like that was very much on this but what i'm saying like sometimes like okay sure it's not survival like saying it's giving isn't that's no one's saying that to survive but i think that is the like the basis of why black people have their own vernacular and how they say stuff because you got to move in white spaces and sometimes you need to say stuff without saying stuff yeah yeah so i I found that conversation to be interesting and sometimes i come out here and i'm like yeah y'all are doing the most but i actually found this one to be pretty interesting i thought everybody made some pretty pretty good points regarding it too because it i mean I blame, I don't blame TikTok and Twitter and everything, but you just see shit and you repeat shit. And it's like, you don't, you're not in this culture. Like you don't know like where this is from. You don't even know like the meaning and like the feeling, like the emotion you have to give behind this specific saying. Like you're just saying it and the shit just don't sound right. Like, and, And I think that's where some people just, don't what they sometimes they just don't understand yeah right i mean to me that was the whole thing whenever yasin posted that one meme with like you drop this king and that's such like a very like specific like kind of like black twitter joke sort of thing yeah um the whole king shit yeah which that's a whole another that's a whole other conversation that i think was actually in um the hood feminism book where she talks about how even using the terms king and queen is like very patriarchal because you know a queen is still not on level whatever with a king it's like 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 i i think it was in that book i can't remember but i'm pretty sure it was yeah. in that book where she was saying you know shout out to mickey kendall yeah she was like we shouldn't even be using that because it's still like very patriarchal and calling each other kings and queens still uh means that like if there's kings and queens and there had to be people way below it's like everyone wasn't on like the even playing field sort of thing is still like feeding into this hierarchical way of living yeah i get that but that's why you lose me Cause I, it's with the way we use it now. Yeah. Because we're not feeding into that. I mean, unintentionally, I guess, but when people use it now, they're just trying to big you up. They're not no deeper real meaning to it. Yeah. So I get where you're coming, where she's coming from or whoever wrote that, but it's also like, it's not that deep. If I call somebody a queen, I don't mean it like, oh, I'm still yeah. above you because I'm a king. Like I mean it like 
you deserve a crown. Like okay. you but, are amazing. Yeah. But then uh, <laughs> what's uh what's the dude from um from Dawson's Creek who's married to the black girl Jody Smith? What's his name? Oh um wait uh fuck. Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I don't know, like it wasn't his account, but it was some other account and it was like it was like Jody Smith with her king, or or either it was vice versa. And I was like, nah, this is not it. You know, it's like, but that's that's no. where you get AA. But that's where you get AAVE from, though, right? Because <laughs> because it doesn't hit the same when a when it's a black person, right? Or right. a black person even saying it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I meant to send that to y'all because I was like, oh, this just feels wrong. You know, it yeah. was basically yeah. like, yeah, it was wrong. It it just didn't, it just didn't, didn't feel right. Didn't feel right at all. Um, yeah, I mean, we have in New York, it's so tricky. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast too, about how like Hispanic people, Latinx people here, like use the N word. And I'm just like, uh, you know, I yeah. whatever. I think we've talked about that before, but yeah, it's still weird. It's weird because I'm just like, why are you saying this? But you know, yeah, well, kind of about it. it seems to be accepted here. So. Yeah, um, I know we got we have we have a few more things to go that we're probably gonna run through quickly. The one thing that I. I that's on at least the tweets uh, part of this that I did actually want to talk about that I don't think we ever even texted about was the jo- is her name Jojo Siwa? Yeah. But basically she just came out as like queer recently or gay. Like queer. last year. Like a, like it? a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. But basically yeah. she was the face of Nickelodeon for a while. But then they had the Nickelodeon kids award she's not the face awards. of nickelodeon she's just like a huge like kids like love her well i mean she was a big part of nickelodeon for a while but basically they just like didn't invite her to these award show after she came out essentially um yeah. which you know i i don't know it's just i mean obviously it's fucked up um i have no idea who this is only time i've heard this name or seen this person was in the baby song and when they I only know her because of Talia. She's like uh, kid, like little kids are like obsessed with her. She has hair bows, dolls. Yeah. She came from that dance mom show. Like she's like uh, okay. That's I the only time what, I, I yeah. won't even repeat the line, but that's the only time I've heard that name. Yeah. Was in that the baby song. I hate saying that nigga's name. <laughs> Damn. The baby. The baby. God. I mean his name is about as trash as he rap. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Seems uh I don't think I haven't even I think they that. I think the issue with that though, because I did see this. I I think the issue with that is they actually played her song to or their song i'm not exactly sure how she how they identify they played the song or nickelodeon played a song that they made and mm-hmm. didn't I invite think she identifies them. as a girl all right and didn't invite her to the show right <laughs> damn so i think she that also was just got issue. like a she also just got like a haircut like a really short haircut and i'm like wondering if they're like Oh, now she looks too gay, or you know how they do after you 
Yeah. After you start trash. being yourself, they have to drop you. Y'all are so trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all, y'all are so stupid, man. No, like. <laughs> Kids don't even know what she is or anything. They just love her. Talia doesn't know anything about her girlfriend or if she has a girlfriend or a boyfriend or anything. She just loves Joe. Exactly. Yeah. You spend more time having to explain to them why she's why not she at the wasn't show there. and why she's not at the show. Then you'd have to explain to them about shit that they're going to eventually learn while progressing through adolescence and adulthood. Right. right. <laughs> I, like you are so fucking stupid. <laughs> these people are, right. i just don't get it i don't get it working backwards yeah like there's some shit i wish my parents would have told me about like growing up maybe like money or some investment investing like that type of shit that we could talk about that we wouldn't get in like school or that i wouldn't like naturally just learn unless i like sought it out and then there's other shit that you're probably should be discussing with your kids and make sure that they're not pieces of shit as they're right. growing up. <laughs> and there's some shit that they will just learn and will bring back to you that you will then communicate with them about, which I'll spend sometimes so much time trying to sweep all that shit under the rug. <laughs> right. It might not even ever come up. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think it ever would. Cause I don't ever remember having a conversation about, any any of this like no. any any of that stuff you know yeah like, like no remember remember when we went to new york and we met jackie jackie was trans she jackie. was born a woman and she was a man and then she lived when her life this? as a man she lived in uncle hicks building i, I must well, you were young younger. well anyway like Sometimes she would have to like babysit or something. If mom had to run to the store, like mom didn't care. And I like I remember asking her. I was just like, you know, why does Jackie dress like a boy? And mom was just like, that's just how she likes to dress. It wasn't no like, well, back then there was no trans. Like there was none of that like vernacular that was she. But I never went. I never thought about it again until yeah. I got older and I knew what trans people were. And I was like, oh my god, like Jackie was trans. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Shit that you're gonna learn as you progress through adolescence and, and by the time I realized it, I did not give a shit. <laughs> I was still was like, he was hella cool. Like he took care of us. He would take us to the playground. He was Omar's best friend. Mm. Or they were. I don't know what they go by now. I'll just say they, but they were Omar's best friend. And like mom didn't even care. Like she never said anything. Yeah. He was there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just wild, man. Oh, um, all right. Let's take a super quick break. Come back, wrap it up with a couple quick segments. Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs. I'm here with Hannah Jadagu. The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone. We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and it's like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested? 
the one and only Liam Kazar. Yeah, here's what I'll say. You gotta walk all your gear up and fly the stairs. Okay, yeah, that's, that's never that's, fun. That's, that's no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound. Yep. Group Text Podcast. We're back with a little segment. Living in America. And this one, uh, I'm going to let Chris yeah. do the old intro on this one. This video is interesting, or not even interesting. I mean, you have two white, two white supremacists pretty much talking. One, Tucker Carlson. I mean, just look him up. He's on Fox News. That pretty much tells you who all, what you all need to no, about him and then Amy Wax, who's a Penn Law professor, which I always find this interesting because I went to Pepperdine Law School with also suspected white supremacists uh, who have some very interesting takes and the kids also in the class um, who also turned me off of just being a lawyer. I've never met so much dumb until I went to law school. Uh, but yeah, but pretty much Tucker Carlson's interviewing her and she has some very interesting words. Let's play the clip. Oh, wait, it's muted. Hold on, let me unmute it and then I'll play it. All right, here we go. It just seems like people coming in and wrecking everything that was valuable in an institution that they never built themselves. It's very reckless and destructive. Um, it's very vindictive. It's 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 very angry. Yeah. Uh, I, Where does I, that anger come from? Do you think? I, I think there is just a tremendous amount of resentment and shame of non-Western peoples against Western peoples for Western peoples' outsized achievements and contributions. I mean, it's really unbearable. I was actually, you know, leaving aside American blacks who I think do feel that resentment and, and shame and envy. I mean, it's this unholy brew of It's just. Uh, anytime someone says the word blacks, I'm like, oh God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what kills me. Um, and also y'all know that y'all's up. little yeah. outsized achievements would have never happened without black people because of literally yeah. everything that y'all say y'all invented, a black person actually invented or perfected. Yeah. So please shut the fuck up. Non-Western who? Who are you referring to as non-Western? It's just like I was going yeah, to say what does that mean? Blacks. American blacks, nigga, we came over here the same time you came over here. The fuck we you mean? Western as Western. fuck. You made us Western. Institutions that who didn't build? You didn't build, nigga. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you kidding me? That is the most racist, xenophobic shit I have ever heard. And this is coming from a lost a professor of law at one of the best law schools in the country. Are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I like there's so much wrong and dumb in that one 40 minute or 40 second clip that I, I just can't even. <laughs> also African-American vernacular. I can't even. <laughs> she was like, it's giving jealous. It's giving. Yeah. <laughs> Like, bitch, 
You're giving yeah. old white and decrepit. Who's like resentment, shame, and envy of who? Of what? Like if anything, we're pissed off that we don't. But how many times have we say this? She's just projecting. That's yeah, projection. because she should be ashamed. Or she is ashamed. Why, why do we have to hold shame? We didn't do anything. Right. This is no different. Y'all need than... to hold that shame. That's y'all shame because y'all did that, or your grandma, your great grandpa, whatever. We didn't do nothing but live our black life, and then y'all just brought yeah. us over here for no reason. That's what I'm well, saying. No to help than... you look like you out a cheat out. What what did she say? Um, Our oversized achievements. achievements. Yeah. Outsized achievements and contributions. To what? To what? (laughs) This country is shit. That's what I said last week. It's like people, she can't hold that in. So she got to like reflect it back because she can't hold it in. So it's like, yo, you're just rejecting. Like you are. This is no different than when I was watching the Masters this past weekend. And I heard the commentator say, Dustin Johnson, who's in the same class of athlete as LeBron James and Aaron Donald. I was like, you have to be the most delusional white man in the world. But they, <laughs> Dustin Johnson <laughs> is in the same class of athlete as LeBron James and Aaron Donald. I was like, that is a white male. He's like a defensive for the Rams. Yeah, he's uh, a, just look him up. That is some of the most delusional white male confidence that I have ever heard in my life. And there only would come from a white male saying some shit like that. Yeah. And also, I, I, I honestly, I think of that in the same way that she's thinking of this. Like her, the outsized achievements and contributions. Dustin Johnson's outsized achievements and contributions of being an athlete compared to LeBron James and Aaron Donald. Okay. Right. <laughs> also, like, um, what do you think the timeline is for when they will change the name of the Masters? Uh, probably mm. never. Probably not. If it had happened by now, it's not gonna happen. I, yeah, I've never I heard anyone know. like bring up anything about it, but I'm just like, I'm kind of surprised that no one has tried. Or maybe I mean, they have. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what it refers to, so I have no idea. I mean, I could guess, I guess, but also, yeah, like, like do we know is that where it came from? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just assuming since they never even had a. I think the first woman to be. I mean, if you Google it, it says it's a reference to the Masters of Golf. Yeah, sure. Um, mm. But I think, I mean, the first woman was what, Condoleezza Rice or something like that? Or maybe she was a first Membership. But I mean, didn't golf stand for like guys only, ladies forbidden or some shit? Or is that just that's made they, up? That's what they say, but I don't know <laughs> if it's actually real or not. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. That's- I don't know. Yeah, that's never changing. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean... Y'all can bar y'all can howl at the moon at that one. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't never accurate. It says it's not an acronym, but it derives linguistically from the Dutch word kolf or cove, meaning quite simply club. So let's uh, okay. debunk that one. So it doesn't right. stand for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. But um yeah. I, I was just thinking about that out loud. Like, mm, yeah, it's called the Master. It's kind of weird. It's in Augusta, but um, I mean, the master bedroom is clearly. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that, I mean, that's clear. Now people are calling. That's so crazy that. That's so crazy that that only clicked for me. Like 
in the past couple years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we used to call tank tops wife beaters, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still slip up and say a beater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um I can't believe we got away with that. We grew up in different times. We literally would just refer like even women would refer to them as wife beaters. <laughs> yeah. Like, like when on. I was in college, we would like wear like we had like wife beater night at the club. Like it was a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Not wife beater <laughs> night at the club. Yeah, we all were like wife beaters in our little Ooh. cute jeans. Ray Rice was in a jamming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Yeah, we, uh, um, I guess come yeah, yeah, we I gotta, gotta get, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do it. There's a couple it. of good things for hope this week. Oh, I just want to say screw Cam Newton. Cause we didn't. Oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we ain't even talk about him. But right, we'll oh, table we'll that to, one. That's we'll table that one for next week. Yeah, we got to yeah. use that. He was doing wilding. Um, why we should have hope? Okay, the first union, uh, the first group to unionize at Amazon happened this week, and it was a black dude. His, I think Staten his name Island. Was Chris, Chris Smalls, Staten Island. There's a really good um, the Daily from Sunday. Whatever it was at eight, nine, April tenth. It was Monday. Oh, was it Monday? Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, really good episode about you know how he started it and the work that they did and how hard it was. Um, but shout out to him, Chris Smalls. I mean, it seems like it took about twelve or eighteen months to like to actually happen. Um, black dude showed up to Amazon in his do rag. Unionized, got the vote. Black excellence. Yep. Put them yep. in the put them in the rafters. You I'm know, say ain't much else to say. Good there, for him. Much, there is not much else after to they say. after they screwed them over. Tried to do some shit. Um, yeah, the story is pretty remarkable. When he talked about you know what they were going through with COVID and like his yeah you know, commute that he had. Amazon's trash. Yeah, uh, they we are. Know that. They Sorry. got really Amazon's cold. business model, especially like on the warehouse side, was that was was basically no one will want to get promoted and the whole thing was just like it's going to be like a super high turnover rate so they really didn't give anyone the opportunity to be promoted and that's like their whole business model which is fucked up um, damn so shout out to chris malls take a listen to that episode of the daily though if you really want to like hear all the ins and outs about it because it is pretty eye-opening and really cool um why else should we have hope um the first black woman appointed to um supreme court and tanji tanji supreme court justice brown is it jackson brown i think it's jackson yeah no relation no relation um yeah shout out to her but yeah, they confirmed yeah. her. What was that, Friday or Thursday? It was Thursday or Friday. It was one Monday of those days, yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out man. to her. Love that. Those um, hearings were rough to listen man, to. They were just assholes. so damn stupid. It's the same shit. Yeah. Like, you got Ted Cruz asking questions. Like, y'all went to Harvard together. Shut up, my nigga. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> y'all went to Harvard together and she's a Pashy fam. Now right. you're upset. All right. Because nobody's still surpassing you because she got a lifetime appointment. Yeah. And 
we hope you lose your next election or die before then. I don't care what happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, I think wait, is there anything else? Last thing we probably can't talk about that much or shouldn't talk about, but shout out I to know, like should we mm. maybe we should wait till next week. Yeah. So like everything's right. finalized. We'll wait till it's finalized next yeah. year. Yeah, we got a huge things happening in our fam that's actually kind of major and kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll talk hopefully. about it next week. Um, I think that'll do it for us. So let me see. Underscore group text on the socials. Group text podcast at gmail.com. Get the show notes for the individual ads. Um. But yeah, speak now, forever hold your peace, I guess. I gotta jump to class. <laughs> Word. All right. Well, appreciate y'all listening, and we'll catch you next week. Jesus. A Shishkin Productions podcast.